What is up, everybody? You already know who it is. Your boy, Nakalepsy Boy 94 aka Malik. Back here again with the extra special podcast today. We're talking AEW's Full Gear, which is tomorrow, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm excited for this. Um, I'm super pumped for this, man. Ever since AEW's been on TNT with the television going on every week on Sunday, uh, on Wednesday, sorry. It's been great, man. I've enjoyed the episodes. Uh, I've enjoyed the stories they've been telling. The, the matches have been great, too. I'm very excited for this card. We have eight matches confirmed for this card tomorrow. So let's hop right into the first match. We have Joey Janela versus Sean Spears in a singles match. Of course, uh, Tully Blanchard will be in Sean Spears' corner. Um, Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger when he was in WWE. Uh, I'm going with Sean Spears for the win here. I'm excited for this match. This should be a really good solid match. Uh, probably maybe like in the mid cards around there. But I'm going to go with Sean Spears for the win. I feel like Sean Spears needs this more than Joey Janela does at this period of time. Hopefully we get a bigger push out of Sean Spears. He hasn't been on TV as much lately. So hopefully um, we get a bigger push with him down the road. Maybe, um, maybe I wouldn't say world title yet. I wish they would make kind of... A mid-card title. You know how like WWE has the Intercontinental title, the United States Championship. I wish they would make... They only have three titles. They have the world title, the women's title, and the tag titles. They need to make, I feel like, a mid-card title for, for like, you know... For, 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 they need to have, basically, like, their Intercontinental Championship, but with a different name. Like, the AEW Light Heavyweight Championship. Or AEW Dynamite Championship. You know, so it's something that, is, something that nobody has. But I think you need a mid-card title... That maybe uh, Sean Spears can go after and you know help elevate him to the to the world title status. You could use that title to help elevate people to the world title status um, when you don't want them to go there yet, or you kind of want to see what they're made of. So I think uh, Sean Spears gets a dub here. Um, probably this match probably won't be long either. I don't expect this match to be too long because they really haven't told a, much of a story with this match uh, over the past couple weeks. So I'm gonna go with Sean Spears for the win. Next up, we have Rio versus Emi Sakua, uh, Sakura, I think that's her last name. Emi Sakura, uh, singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. I'm going to say with Rio, sick for the win here. Uh, she just won the belt, so I'm going to say Rio gets the win here. Um, she's so young, man. She's only like 22 years old. I think she's like the same age as me. She's really young and very, very talented. Very small, but she's, she's very fearless, too, and I, I like that about her. Um, you know, the Japanese culture with the Japanese wrestling is, is, is incredible, and she's going to uh, be a huge star for AEW. So, big things from Rio, from Rio uh, coming. So, I'm going to stick with her for the win to keep the uh, the Women's Championship. Next match, three-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Holy shit, this match is going to be insane. This might be the opening match of the night. And if it does, it might it definitely might be a show-stealer. Uh, SoCal Uncensored, a.k.a. SCU. Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky versus the Lucha Brothers, uh, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. versus Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. <sighs> man, this is tough. I really love the Lucha Bros, man. They're probably my favorite tag team in AEW. I, I love Lucha Bros so much. But I'm going to go SCU just because they just got the belts, man. They just got them, the first ever AEW World Tag Team Champion, so... I'm going to say SCU for the win, but if this match opens the fucking show, this could definitely be a fucking show stealer. I mean, this match, three-way tag matches are all three legit top tag teams right here in AEW. I mean, they're all they're all great, so this could definitely be a show stealer. I'm going to go with SCU for the win. 
it's tough though, man, because I, I, I'm pulling for the Lucha Bros, man. Deep down in my heart, I really want the Lucha Bros to win. But just because SCU just won the belts, it's hard for me to believe that they're going to drop it already. You know what I mean? Because it just got them. You know, sometimes in wrestling, it's unpredictable. So, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe they just wanted SCU to be the first um, first ever AEW Tag Team Champions and they haven't dropped it. But that's kind of that's kind of pointless to me. Stupid. I think they wouldn't do that. Um, that's something that WWE would do, but I don't think that AEW is a completely different company, so I don't think they would they have that in mind. So I'm gonna say SCU six for the win here, and Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky will retain the tag team titles. Uh, next match we got in here, we have a singles match. We have B Pritzley versus Britt Baker. <sighs> Doctor Britt Baker, man, I'm gonna go with Doctor Britt Baker for the win. Um, it's very unique how. She's in AEW, but her 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 boyfriend uh, Adam Cole he's in NXT right now, so it's it's very unique how that that hap- that plays out. But I'm gonna go Britt Baker. We haven't really seen much of Britt Baker though on, on TV, man. We haven't really seen much of her, which is kind of disappointing to me. Uh, I like her a lot. I liked her, a lot of her stuff in the indie scene, so we haven't really seen much of her stuff. So hopefully, a big push from her coming soon too. Her versus maybe real for the AEW. Tag team titles, or you know, there's plenty of other women she could she could have a feud with. You don't really need to put a title on that, but there's plenty of other people she can go in there and feud with. So I I would be happy with her feuding with anybody at this point. Um, to to show people what she's really about, cause she's the real deal. So I really like Britt Baker, B Pritzley. I really don't know too much about her. I've seen a little bit of her stuff on the Indies, but she hasn't been really been put on much on TV either. So this could be a, a pretty exciting match. Um. Maybe this this could be an opening show, too, because you have two women's matches. So this maybe could be opening match for the show, too. So I'm going to go Britt Baker for the win here, though. Um, I feel like because she has a maybe a bigger name, uh, I feel like, you know, it, it would it would make more sense for her to win. Um, so I'm going to go Britt Baker for the win here. Uh, next match, another singles match, Adam Page versus Pac. Man... This match right here, Adam Page versus Pac, man. This is tough, man. This is a tough match in general. Like, this match is going to go hard. This is tough, man, to choose because I can see this really going either way. Pac has a lot of momentum going right now in AEW. Adam Page needs some momentum. You know, he he didn't uh, beat Jericho at uh, All Out to become the first ever AEW World Champion. So he needs some momentum behind him right now. He needs some steam up his ass to get him going. So, <sighs> oh fuck, this is tough, man. The real question is: Is Adam Page coming out on a horse again, like he did it all out? That's that's the real question I'm trying to figure out because that shit was live. That was uh, that, I like that how he came out with a horse uh, to the ring. That was pretty cool, man. I like that. I was digging that. But in all seriousness, <sighs> I'm gonna go pack. Going with Pack for the win. I think they keep the momentum on his side. Adam Page really needs some momentum, but I think I think they're gonna. I think they got big plans for Pack too, especially with the Moxley and Omega thing um, going. He kind of he kind of is a part of that a little bit. You know, he kind of really is a part of that. So maybe we get a triple threat out of those out of those three at some point. But as of right now, I think Pack. I think Pack gets the win. Um, maybe not by submission like he's been been finishing people. With this, with that submission hold, maybe more with the red arrow, or maybe he does have the submission hold and, and Page passes out like he's been doing with everybody else. But I think, um, I think him pinning Page would be a lot better because Page really does need some momentum on his side, man. Like he's he hasn't he hasn't got a lot of momentum going right now, and he's a big star for them. 
I mean, he obviously can, he's a future world champion for sure, without a question in my mind. But I think he does need some momentum behind him to to keep going forward. But I don't think he beats Pac, though, man. I think Pac keeps the momentum on his side. It wouldn't hurt Pac to lose this match. Um, it really wouldn't hurt Paige to lose this match either, in my opinion. But I think I think they got big plans for Pac more than Paige right now. So I'm going to go with Pac for the win here. All right, next match. We got the Young Bucks. Uh, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson versus Santana and Ortiz of the Inner Circle. Woo, man, these fucking tag team matches are going to be incredible in this show, man. These two tag team matches are going to be great. This whole card is just stacked, man, from head to toe. Um, I'm going with Santana and Ortiz, though, for the win, man. I like these guys, man. I, or, you know, they were LAX at one point, but I think now they're Santana and Ortiz, um, which is Latin American Exchange. But I, I fuck with Santana and Ortiz, though, man. I, I really love the promo they did um, on the YouTube channel, on the uh, AW YouTube channel. With, you know, them being in the street of Brooklyn and, and cutting promos about their upcomings and trying to distance themselves and compare themselves to the Young Bucks. How Young Bucks had certain things they didn't have and they had a more of a struggle than Young Bucks had. I fuck with these guys, man. I, I respect the, the hard work ethic. Um, these guys are the real deal, man. You know, I I, I love these guys. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Santana Ortiz for the win. Young Bucks are great there. You never can go wrong with the Young Bucks. They're easily one of the top five best tag teams in the world, without a question. Um... I mean, these guys have been, have literally put indie wrestling on the map and have changed the landscape, the globe of wrestling as we speak. I mean, think of the opportunities that they create on the planet for, for many other wrestlers all around the world. You know, they're giving people options by cre- help creating um, all elite wrestling. So, Young Bucks have, have definitely cemented their legacy. They, they could honestly be a top 10 greatest tag team of all time. I mean, they've never been in WWE, but they've accomplished way more things outside of WWE than they probably ever would have in WWE. So, you got to respect the Young Bucks, man. These guys are Hall of Fames, man. They're 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 a legit, legendary tag team that will be forever remembered in in, in professional wrestling. You know, you look ten years from now in two thousand twenty nine. People are going to talk about the Young Bucks as one of the greatest tag teams of all time. And they're already talking about them in 2019 as one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So just think of how it's going to be 10 years from now in 2029. Uh, they're, they're, they're without a doubt special. I mean, I remember watching these guys when they were Generation Me and TNA. You know, when I honestly wasn't... I was impressed with them, but I wasn't that impressed, I would say. You may call me crazy for that, but something just wasn't clicking right. I feel like they were... They just couldn't be themselves in TNA. It just felt like they couldn't really be who they really wanted to be until they got outside of TNA, and then they started going to New Japan, and they started showing off over New Japan their talents, and they started blowing up with the Bullet Club stuff, and everything started going crazy in like 2016 with you know the indie stuff and everything. They are... I've never seen anything like it. You know, I've been watching wrestling since I was seven years old, and I've never seen anything like these guys before, man. They've changed... How wrestling is forever. I mean, legitimately. I mean, think about how wrestling was five years ago, ten years ago. You know, indie wrestling wasn't that popping. It wasn't that big five years ago, like it like it is now. And they helped put that on the map. Think about how it was ten years ago, twenty years ago. You know, wrestling, indie wrestling wasn't that big, and they they made it that big because they put a name for themselves on the indie on the indie market. And they show people you don't have to go to WWE to be a big star. You don't have to go to WWE to be uh, submit your legacy in the business of professional wrestling. You don't have to go to WWE to be one of the all-time greats. You don't have to go to WWE to be a great tag team. You don't have to go to WWE to to be known worldwide. You you could you can make a name for yourself in Japan, in Mexico, in Canada, 
Russia, Germany, wherever they were wrestling all around the world, you know, they have legitimately made a name for themselves anywhere they have been. So, and they've won championships everywhere they've been too. So, you gotta respect the Young Bucks, but I'm going with Santina, uh, Santana, sorry, and Ortiz for the win here. Um, in the inner circle, which I'm really digging the inner circle too, man. You know, Chris Jericho has never been the leader of a faction in his whole life. Um, and I, I, I'm digging, you know, the inner circle with him, Sammy Guevara, Santana Ortiz, and Jake Hager, man. I, I fuck with it. It's, it's really dope. They will be a legit, legit, legendary faction by the time, you know, they split up or it's over or whatever they do with it. They will legitimately be a legend. Mark my words. Mark this down. They will be a legitimate, legendary faction by the time their uh, factions over and hopefully this lasts for a few years you know Jericho will be 49 tomorrow so hopefully you know they um they keep this tag team going for like a couple years it kind of reminds me a little bit of evolution a little bit you know Jericho is the leader of the group he's the older guy of the group even though they had Triple H and Ric Flair and Ric Flair was the older guy and but Triple H was the leader Jericho is is the legend in the group, and the other guys are kind of the young, upcoming, hungry guys. And Hager is, you know, been around the business for a while, so he's not the young guy really, but he's got the knowledge, and he's pretty much their big guy, their muscle in the group, which I really dig. And you got Sammy Guevara and Santana Ortiz, who are two young guys coming up in the industry, who are going to get a lot of knowledge from guys like uh, Hager and Jericho. So um, they they got to soak all that up into one and. You know, keep that going forward with themselves. So, I like this tag team, um, this faction between the inner circle. I'm really digging it. So, hopefully, they keep this together for a while. And hopefully, they do big things out of it, man. Maybe just imagine the inner circle versus the elite, man. That's that's going to happen at some point, man. The elite versus the inner circle is going to be a thing that's going to happen. It'll probably be Young Bucks, Cody Omega, and maybe, like, Dustin Rose will be added into it just because he's Cody's brother. Or Adam Page. You know, Adam Page is the other guy. So, it'll be those guys, man. Cody, Young Bucks... Adam Page and Omega versus the Inner Circle, man. That they're gonna make that happen at some point. That that's a match that's destined to happen in the future. How can you not make that fucking match happen? That's that has money, dollar signs written all over it. So that would definitely happen in the future. But let's move on to the next match. Santana Ortiz for the win over the Young Bucks right there. That's gonna be an incredible match. This might be honestly my favorite match that I'm most excited for on the card. This match, let's go into. We got a non-sanctioned a lights out match. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. The match that was originally supposed to happen in All Out, but Moxley got a staph infection in his elbow again. Uh, he had MRSA, which, you know, is, um, it's, it's like bacteria that gets in your elbow and it gets infected. And, you know, if it gets into your bloodstream and stuff like that, it can, you know, do bad things for your kidneys and you can, like, die. So they had to obviously drain that out, drain the fluids out of his arm, and he had to go in there and repair that up. But we all know that Dean, uh, not sorry, I'll call him Dean. We know that Moxley tore his tricep when he was in WWE at, as Dean Ambrose in 2017. Wrestled with it for like months, man. He was just getting like his. He said he was just getting his elbow drained every, every after every match because it would swell up so much. And then he finally got it fixed, and um, you know, got his arm fixed. Went away, got a haircut, which was a good thing because he needed that very much. Um, got his hair fixed. No, 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 got his hair fixed. Got his, I said he cut his hair, so I said he got his hair fixed. Got his elbow fixed, repaired. And he was off for, I think, well, maybe like seven, eight months or something like that. He was gone for a while, man. He was out for a minute. Um, he 
2017, was in the he had surgery in the winter, came back in the summer of 2018, right before SummerSlam. And, um, you know, his contract was ending with WWE. He was tired of the bullshit over there and wanted a fresh new start and hated the creative stuff because it sucked so much. So he left and came to AEW. Now he's John Moxley again. And, you know, things were going great for him. He was wrestling over there in New Japan and entered the G1 and did all types of stuff. And then uh, his staph infection came back in his elbow. He had MRSA again, and he had to get that fixed and taken out so he couldn't make all out versus Omega. So Omega and the wrestling pack. But now we get to see the match that we, I don't want to say robbed of, that we didn't see, but the match that was supposed to happen that we, didn't, we weren't fortunate enough to see. And it's a non-sanctioned match. So this is gonna be anything goes. It's gonna be this is gonna be a fucking violent match. This is gonna be a brutal match. I expect to see blood in this match. I expect to see thumbtacks, you know, barbed wire. We're gonna see all types of crazy shit in this match that I'm excited for. It's gonna feel like old school wrestling, '90s old school wrestling, early 2000s old school wrestling, you know, ruthless aggression era type wrestling, attitude era type wrestling, with the uh, ECW old ECW type wrestling, you know, bringing back hardcore type stuff. This is the type of stuff that we're going to see in this match. Because that's how Moxie's character is. He's, he's a fucking lunatic. He's insane. He's the wild guy. He's he's the psycho guy. That does all the crazy shit. And Omega is the, the, the you know, entering general perfectionist wrestler. But now he's going to enter Moxie's world. And he's going to get down in 32 minutes. You're going to see a, a side of, of Omega that I don't think you may have seen before. You didn't know that he had. So he's going to get down in 30, man. This is going to be a hard-hitting, violent match. And I'm excited for it. And I'm going... Mm, this is tough too because I can really see this going either freaking way. I can see this going either freaking way, man. It's tough to say. Oh, man. Omega hasn't really. See, Omega needs momentum too, man, because he doesn't have a lot of momentum right now, man. He hasn't really been pushed or had any momentum since the company's come and I feel like they may be doing that because they don't want anybody to say that they're pushing him because his best friends are in the power behind creative wise and with you know behind the meetings and everything they have creative control and stuff and I don't, I don't want to hear all that bullshit I think they're trying to avoid that right now um <sighs> Moxley or Omega it's tough, guys. It's tough. You got. You got to understand. You got to give me a break. It, I mean, it's tough to pick between one of the two. But I'm gonna go. I gotta pick somebody. I'm gonna go with. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna go with Kenny Omega. I'm leaning towards more Kenny Omega because he got to get some momentum going too. This is pretty much Moxley's type of match, but I'm gonna go with Omega. I'm going to go Kenny Omega for this. Expect it maybe a cool finish, you know, with the... Maybe, like, uh... Put somebody through a table or, you know, suicide dive through a table. Something, I don't know. We'll get a cool type of finish to this match, but... I'm going to go Omega for the win here, man. I'm going to go Omega for the win. I would not be surprised, though, if, if Moxley pulls out the win, though. I, it wouldn't shock me if they gave it to Moxley. Um, and I wouldn't be upset if they gave it to Moxley either, but I think... I think Omega needs it. I, I I think he needs it, and you can continue the feud. This won't be the final match between the two. There has to be a continuous feud between the two. I doubt, I highly, highly doubt this will be the final match between these two. And like I said, Pac is still kind of involved in this, too, so they, they got to make a triple threat at some point between the three. So I think the feud continues, but Omega gets the win here, and then they continue down the road with their, with their feud, which is great. All right, the main event. This is one of the most excited... The exciting main events I've ever been a part of. 
one of the most exciting main events I've I've seen in a while. I mean, this match has a lot of history. Both guys were in WWE at one point. One guy is a is a wrestling legend, a future Hall of Famer. The other guy is a third generation, a second generation superstar, Hall of Fame of a legendary dad, Dusty Rhodes. May his soul rest in peace. And feels like he's trying to cement his legacy as one of the greats, as 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 a legend. And he's never been a world champion. Um, he wasn't fortunate enough to get that opportunity in the other company, which he should have, in my opinion, because he's that damn good. Um, and that's their fault, but, you know, things happen. We got Chris Jericho versus Cody, and I wish they would really let him have the name Cody Rhodes. They let Dustin Rhodes have his name, but they won't let Cody Rhodes have his name. That's absolutely petty bullshit, if you ask me. Why the fuck can't Dust, uh, Dusty Rhodes' son have his last name? And we all fucking know his son, I mean his dad, is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. That just doesn't make any sense to me, but that's whatever. I'm sure he's not tripping over it either, but it's just stupid that he can't just be Cody Rhodes. Like, why can't he just have the name Cody Rhodes when Dustin Rhodes has his last name? You can't Obviously, you can't call him Gold Dust anymore, but why can't Dustin Why can Dustin Rhodes have his last name, but Cody Rhodes has the same last name as him, but he can't. You can't call him that. Like, it's just stupid. It's just petty stuff that WWE does. You know what I mean? But it's whatever. Chris Jericho versus Cody uh, for the AEW World Championship. If Cody loses, he will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. And I repeat that. If Cody loses, he will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. That promo that Cody cut uh, Wednesday at uh, on AEW was fucking phenomenal. Um, he called Jericho a dick, which I didn't even know you could say dick on, on TV, but I guess they got some type of deal with TNT, because you could never say that in, in WWE. He called him a, a stupid dick, or an evil dick, or something like that, I can't remember what it was, but that promo was so passionate, man, it felt real, man, you could you could, you could see the tears in people's eyes, you could feel the goosebumps on your arms, man, the hair standing up on your arms, man, and your legs. The promo felt so real, and it was passionate, man, because he went off on that promo, and I like that they added the stipulation if Cody loses, he will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. And he brought it up that he doesn't want to challenge for the title again because he doesn't want people to think that he's going to keep giving himself opportunities because he's behind the creative uh, room and he's behind the boards and stuff, you know, making stuff happen. Which I brought up earlier with the, um, you know, the elite stuff. Which is why I feel like they're not pushing Omega because of, of that reason. This this is adds the the... the the what the fuck's gonna happen to this match, man? If Cody loses, he'll never challenge for the AW World Championship again. But Jericho just got the belt, and Jericho really doesn't need the belt, really. He can hold the belt more than once, but he just got the belt. Does he drop it really this soon already to Cody? Which I would, which I would love. I think it's great. Cody deserves to be a world champion. He's been deserved to be a world champion. The crowd was shitting, you deserve it, you deserve it, because he deserves to be a fucking world champion. But is it too early for Jericho to drop the title? Now he's in the inner circle. Not that people would care that Cody won, because people would absolutely love if he won. But people would also be upset if Jericho lost. So what happens? Maybe a DQ or something happens. Maybe some type of weird finish happens in this match. Where Cody can challenge for the championship again. Because he didn't really technically lose. He got screwed out of the championship. So there's a difference between losing and getting screwed out of titles. Or out of matches in general. But it's it's tough to say what happens in this match, man. There's like three matches for me that's tough to call in the, in this because I can see it going a lot of ways. But I'm gonna uh, 
You know what? I'm going to go with Jericho to retain the title, but I don't think Jericho beats Cody. I think it's going to be some type of weird finish, like a DQ interference or Cody gets screwed out of the title. Um, so if, 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 if Jericho does beat Cody, I think it'll be like Cody gets, got screwed by like MJF, you know, MJF turns heel and, and fucks over Cody and now he's the ultimate bad guy in wrestling, something like that. Or Dustin turns on Cody or something, something happens, something, something's going to happen. Something wild will happen in this finish. I guarantee it. Um, where Cody doesn't win the championship, but he doesn't really lose. He gets screwed out of the title so he can get a rematch for it. Um, because I think he'll get screwed out of it, and then he'll have he'll have a feud with whoever screwed him, and then he'll go back to making his way into the world title picture and and reclaim the championship, probably at like their big pay per view. Like all, I'm pretty sure All Out will be their big pay per view pay per view name. So maybe he gets a rematch sometime next year in 2020 at All Out next year for the world title and claims the world championship there. But I'm gonna go with Jericho to retain um, the title here. But I, I I guarantee you there will be some type of weird finish, some type of screwy finish what will be involved in this, um, which I think will be pretty cool because I don't think you have Cody lose and don't have him challenge for the world title ever again. That doesn't make any sense. Like, he's going to be the AEW world champion at some point. And I think it's kind of early to put the title on him because Jericho just won the title like a month ago. So I, I think Jericho retains the title and then with some type of screwy finish. And then we'll see what happens with, you know, where, where they go for, after that. But... Um, Jericho retained, and that's it for the card, man. This AW Full Gear card is about to be absolutely lit. It's going to be great. Make sure you tune in to watch it. I think if you uh, buy it with Fight TV, it's like twenty bucks instead of paying like the full sixty with like cable and pay per view and stuff like that. So if you get it on Fight TV, it's twenty bucks, man. Nineteen ninety nine. Can't beat that, dude. Gotta get that shit, man. This is gonna be a great pay per view. Um, unfortunately, they don't have a network like WWE where you can subscribe for like ten dollars a month or something like that and watch like everything. So. Um, this is going to be a great pay-per-view. You shouldn't want to miss this. You don't want to miss this. It's going to be great. Those are all my final predictions for tomorrow's show. Let's see if I get a perfect score. Um, I'm very excited, though, man, for the for this show. And I can't wait for them to, like, go head-to-head with TakeOver on a Saturday uh, night for a pay-per-view. Because that that's going to be tough to choose which one you want to watch. A TakeOver or AEW pay-per-view? How in the fuck can you even choose what to watch? You gotta have like two TVs and watch both of them at the same time. Like it's, it's gonna be impossible to, to pick which one you want to watch at the same time. So, or at one, well, not at the same time, but watch one at once. So, those are my final predictions. Make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel, Narcolepsy Boy ninety four. I just posted a brand new WWE trivia yesterday. Uh, make sure you go check that out. It's about 11 minutes long. It's called How Well Do You Know WWE Trivia Quiz. So make sure you go check that out. There's 30 questions. Fun trivia for if people interact with. Leave your comments below about the answers you get right and everything. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I do podcasts. I do wrestling reactions, which I'll have a reaction tomorrow for a full year. Um, I do trivia videos. I do skits, which you can check out on my uh, Instagram at MalikKelly94. Follow my Twitter, MalikKelly94, for all my other stuff. Contact for many, many other things wrestling. Now I have a lot more stuff coming for you guys, too. Still got the top tens coming, which I'm working on. Um, I'm going to have a guest on my shows as well, so make sure you guys stay tuned. I got a lot of great stuff coming. And make sure you watch AEW All Out tomorrow, uh, Full Gear. Now, that, that's where they say AEW All Out. I keep messing up my words, man. AEW Full Gear tomorrow um, on Saturday. It's going to be great. I can't wait for it. It's going to be very, very exciting. 
Um, a lot of pretty much all these matches are, are top legit matches if you ask me. I mean the whole card, all the eight matches. I I'm really looking forward to all eight matches, and that's 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 hard to to say because it's, it's you know just been straight WWE garbage that were you know all the cards are like iffy and you don't really care about certain matches that you really don't give a shit about and you really you only care about this match you're only invest into this match you don't really care for that match i like all the matches even though all matches don't have great storytelling behind them or great storylines you really don't need those because most of these matches uh not most of them but some of them probably just one-offs we all know this the big big storyline matches you know we all know those would be continuous matches but um I'm looking forward to this pay-per-view, man. This is an exciting pay-per-view, and I, I can't wait for this. Make sure you guys subscribe to my stuff again. Uh, my YouTube channel, NarcolepsyBoy94. My Twitter and Instagram, MalikKelly94. And make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for AEW's All Out. I really just said AEW's All I keep calling it All Out. AEW Full Gear. God damn, what am I doing? It's AEW Full Gear, not All Out. Keep saying All Out. I don't know why. AEW Full Gear. I'm still, I still feel like I'm in August. You know what I mean? I still feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in August and get prepared for All Out. So, it's AW's Full Gear. Don't mind me. Don't, don't listen to me. AW Full Gear tomorrow night. Make sure you go check it out.